welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name's Dominic Mercurio, and I'm here with Laura Weinbach. Hello. And our guest this evening is Anton Patzner. yippee ki motherfucker. yippee motherfucker. yippee motherfucker. Yippee-ki-yay-yay, motherfucker. Yippee-ki-yay-yay. Motherfucker. Is that his impression of... That's bad. Was that the evil dude's impression of the... Of John McClane's yes, that was my impression of the evil dude's impression of John your, McClane's yeah, was, impression of Roy, was, Roy Rogers. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, Ro- wait, he's impersonating someone else. Yeah. yeah, Roy Rogers. Roy oh, Rogers. what's that from? Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers. He's like a he's, he's like, like a, a cowboy, cowboy from like the early, early film. Teens. And he says that he says yippee ki motherfucker. He says yippee ki Yeah, he goes. Oh, he says yippee motherfucker. No, he doesn't say. So the motherfucker part was added for Die Hard. Uh, it was um, yeah. added more for embellished. It was an yeah. embellishment. For dramatic embellishment. effect. Okay. Yes. Accurate. So today, <laughs> we're here to talk about, maybe you've already guessed, Die Hard, which is a 1988 uh, action thriller. You've probably heard of it. I think it's a pretty... Uh, timeless family drama. It's a, it's a timeless. Fun for all ages. <laughs> walks of life drama, yeah. and... Uh, ethnicities. Yes. <laughs> and and forever, for all the in-betweens and the There's ages. There's like six of them. Is there six? Or five, I think. There's a, there's yeah, one. there was wow. one that was not too long ago, but to be honest, I haven't yeah. followed the series very closely. And in fact, I had never even seen a single Die Hard in my life. This was the first one that I've ever seen. So we're talking about the first, first Die Hard, Die Hard 1, the OG original uh, Christmas Eve. I don't know if they're all Christmas Eve, but it's the Christmas Eve one. But uh, we're going to get into that in a little bit. First up, though, we got some... We got some shit to work through here. Station business. <laughs> Station business. Well, that's that's Max and Nikki's podcast, by the way. Max oh, and Nikki, uh, splitting hairs. Check it out. iTunes, SoundCloud, probably other things. They're good. Oh yeah. But uh, they Dominic's say station been business. Been on it a couple times. I've been on it a couple. I yeah, was on it myself. I probably didn't even mention Both. that I was on it most recently on this podcast. But oh yeah, I was recently on it uh, for their episode on the artist. Or, Version. Art versus the artist and whether you should separate the two or not. Uh-huh. And oh, you were on it too, oh, right? That could be a topic for that is a debate. Topic. Well, I know. I was, was going br- to bring that up engaged. in just a moment here. But uh, what's... Yeah, uh, I mean, like... It ended up being... Can you ever watch Hot Shots Part Deux again? <laughs> part Deux. <laughs> part Deux. Or can you ever watch The Usual Suspects again and not feel um, heartwarmed more, by More like American Beauty. I mean, shit. Oh, yeah. In that movie, he's like seducing a young teenage girl. That's true. But the fit... Mm. Well, yeah. But that's actually kind of like contrary to, you know... His actual preferences. Sexuality. His sexual preference. Well, well he, she's underage in the film, isn't yeah, she? She's underage, right. but she's a girl. Same age. Well, she's preference. a girl, but I mean, like you know, whatever. It's like. Well, he wasn't like getting a boner. So we're talking about Kevin Spacey, in case you didn't pick that up. Uh, recently in the news, in case you're listening to this far into the future, uh, Kevin Spacey has had a string of people come out and uh, say that he had been sexually uh, assaulting slash abusing them. Right. I sent you this article, and, and you mentioned that you had read it, and I'm really curious as to what your thoughts were. Um, it's a Vulture article that you could probably find about this uh, boy who, um, or basically it's an it's anonymous an actor. Yeah, an, an interview with an anonymous actor who comes out and says that when he was 14, Kevin Spacey had a ongoing and consensual, f- to an extent, uh, sexual relationship with him when Kevin Spacey was like, I think, 24, 25 or something like that. So and the boy, so the boy was 14, Kevin Spacey was in his mid-20s, and... All ends in despair, Alleged, destruction, uh, and complete and rape. Really? Well, or, uh, almost rape. rape. Yeah. yeah, it was like attempted rape, but he says he managed to get away, and mm. then had he Truly fully been up. penetrated. There's a whole bunch but of terrible the, things. The, in yeah, this. like towards the end of the interview, like one of the final questions was, "Did he penetrate you?" Mm. And he says, "Well, something must have touched something because I it felt hurt. pain. Yeah, right. because it hurt, but." I feel like I got away before I was like fully penetrated. Mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of an interesting thing that is of significant impact. Mm-hmm. Like the difference between being fully penetrated and not. Because to me, it's all fucked up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the psychological to me, like trauma as a result of that whole thing mm-hmm. would. I mean, maybe there is a big difference. I mean, it's hard to know. You know what I mean? But. Even just in the minds of, I think, the general public, as reflected by that being one of the final questions by the interview mm. interviewer, like, 
asking like, were you fully penetrated? Like the as if that makes that a huge like, difference. Yeah, or as not. if that that, yeah, that like, holds a greater weight than the trauma that would have ensued right. as a result of what already did happen. Yeah, which is being you know attacked non uh, non um, consensually consensually attacked and you know forced or, into mean, a situation yeah. where he had to feel he felt the need that he had to escape from that and and uh, what does that mean? What is like I don't know. It's just a weird thing that society the the limitations of i don't know mm-hmm. virtue and consent so, and everything and, and then, where, where does it all stand yeah and then sort of like the implications of all this and just like the greater scheme of things too it's like to go back to that point of like separating the artist from the art it's like it sucks so bad too because i really like kevin spacey as an actor i really think he's like a phenomenal actor and now almost everything i see him in i think he's like really good and it does put a damper on things, but I do uh, think, and I uh, had mentioned this, I think, to you before, I do think that it's important to not uh, disregard work just because of someone's personal terrible actions, and I definitely do think his actions were likely terrible. It just seems at this point that it's uh, almost for sure. Um, but, I mean, you know, those films were... Uh, works of art that were far greater than just Kevin Spacey's doing. They're works of hundreds of people who, I mean, you watch the credits of any movie, they go on for minutes. And I think it's important to, to not lose sight of the fact of how many people uh, put work into that. And, into um, a project. And yeah, and to not, uh, to attempt as much as you can, this is what I would say to people, is to attempt as much as you can to not let it affect the works that the uh, person has been in yeah i can get down with that i i don't think people should feel guilty if they still if they still like seven no totally love it you know and i still i still love those movies yeah well then do you agree with netflix pulling house of cards from the yeah because they gotta punish him so you agree yeah i I agree with with them stopping it now i would not agree with them like pulling the old seasons off of the show oh they're not pulling the old seasons off. no they're not i don't believe they're pulling the old seasons off of like netflix forever but if they did that that would that would really bother me that would bother me because that has nothing to do like they shouldn't punish all the hard work that other people put into those i mean those are very well produced uh episodes i mean i personally am not like a huge the hugest fan of house of cards but i mean i've seen enough episodes to know that that's like not a little side project you know yeah yeah that's like a lot of hard work that went into that and yeah. so yeah, I, agree. I don't think I agree. they should pull that for Kevin and Spacey. they like the first season of it yeah, yeah well, i mean i have myself watch haven't watched like i watched all of it but like oh, okay. by the end i was like had it on in the background and i wasn't even paying attention right <laughs> yeah i mean i don't really give a fuck about all that shit really but you know <laughs> i agree that uh, there is something to be said for art in its purest form as apart from the creator and to be viewed as such. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a debate that has gone on for centuries. <laughs> it really is. I mean, right. I guess so. What is art and is, how is it created? Who is the author? Mm-hmm. Is it, is a work of art, the work of the author and his own ingenious, you know, inner self, or is it the work of the divine being tra- channeled through the artist? Mm-hmm. Or is it the work of the reader who is interpreting it for themselves and creating whatever it is that they project onto that? But I actually think the debate uh, is a little less so with a film or a TV show, especially in the case of like an actor uh, who ends up being like an evil person in some way. Because it's like, okay, so one actor out of the many actors of this show that was directed by somebody and written by somebody else and you know uh, produced by somebody else and shot by somebody else, it's like, I mean, really is one actor... I don't think anyone would say Kevin Spacey is the author of of House of Cards. You know, I, like, I yeah. believe that there are people who could argue that he is and then, like, one of the driving are forces you gonna boycott the face of that show. I guess, I are mean, you going to boycott every film Harvey Weinstein ever right, produced? Because yeah. like, you're never going to watch You're never going to be able to watch any good movies from the 90s. Right, yeah, seriously. Good movies from the 90s. All Tarantino's films I, out the gate yeah, right off true. the bat. Right. Every single one is produced by Harvey, Harvey no, Weinstein. No, I know. It's interesting. Um but so the thing is, do, is Harvey I don't Weinstein think that, was I don't producer. feel obliged to. I don't feel obliged to I would say that a producer's role is probably the least artistic. Maybe the least artistic, but definitely uh, crucial a to crucial this thing. Sure. being made. And Harvey Weinstein was like a big proponent of Quentin Tarantino's early career. Like he kind of helped Quentin Tarantino get on the map in a way. That's true. I, I mean, I actually is, could be wrong about that. I just kind of assume. I that. think this <laughs> is a. This is this is. I honestly think this is the entering of the age of Aquarius, the age of truth. <laughs> so it's like yeah. these people in power are being exposed for abusing their power, abuses of power. Hopefully, 
like abuses of power will stop mm-hmm. <laughs> at really, some point in the future at least or at slow least down, like you know like become Be less hopefully this will like lower the amount of abuse of power um the d- democratization of information hopefully helps to lower the abuse of power yeah, I mean, I, I I should hope so, and it seems like it really is happening in a way because I mean, if it was just Harvey Weinstein that got got uh, taken down by all this, uh, then maybe I'd be like, oh man, there's probably so much more than this. But it's now just a left, right, center kind of thing. It's just like the dominoes are really falling it's right now. It's a bit of a domino effect. And it's crazy. Just today, as you Charlie mentioned Sheen. earlier, uh, Charlie Sheen. There's this article that just came out today. We're recording. Well, I didn't this read the article. Anton told me about it. But what, so yeah. let's talk about it. And, and maybe I should just mention too that this might even be somewhat dated from when you hear it because <laughs> right. we're recording this in uh, what is today? Uh, the seventh. It is November eighth. Eighth. 2017. November 8th. So, yeah. But anyways, today, just today, an article came out that said that, uh, sorry, was it Charlie Sheen? Oh, Corey Haim. 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 Was raped. And so I guess Corey Haim was what? 13 and 19. Charlie Sheen was 19. 13 and 19. 13 and 19. Yeah, raped. I mean, so he was like lied to and convinced to have sex. It wasn't like he like pushed through him down and violently raped him. Right, yeah. I think it was. He like fucked with his mind. Right. Anyway. It's terrible. Isn't this a little heavy for this podcast? I mean, it's no, heavy, it's but fine. I actually think it's like interesting. You know, I mean, whatever. It doesn't look, have look, to we, be. Look, we anything. we talk about shit and and dick and and shit, piss, and piss. We talk about that plenty. You know, if you if you if you're feeling bummed out, you could go to one of our millions of other episodes. But yeah. <laughs> so what have you? Uh, what else have you been up to, Anton or Laura? Well, watching. Yeah, we watched Tess of the Doomerville. <laughs> I don't know. My life is... What's up with you? <laughs> Tell me about your life. I have nothing. Uh, I practice I mean, guitar and I play I play music every day at the house and I'm just mm-hmm. doing that. Uh, should we talk about some Die Hard? Wait, is oh, Anton, yeah. what was up with you? Oh, okay. Uh, oh, well, I'll, I'll, sure, I'll give a little plug. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've been playing fiddle. I've been playing a lot. Um, I, have, I hadn't been doing that for a while. I've kind of like been just only doing production stuff. But yeah, I just started playing fiddle again with this... These older guys, and we play Tuesday nights at Cafe Trieste on Piedmont. Oh, yeah. with your brothers, right? Or uh, no, no, no. Oh, it's okay. uh, it's a couple oh, older guys. Um, and I myself came by on and Halloween Laura, night. Laura's, Laura sat in with us on Halloween. My funny uh, Valentine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, I didn't season. even ask what you guys it's did for It's fun. Halloween. I mean, these Nothing. guys are... I've been playing <laughs> with like super veteran like jazz guys. It's cool. Yeah, they're oh, really cool. good. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Cafe Trieste. There's, have you, you know about Cafe Trieste? There's like a chain of them all around the Bay Area. Uh, it's like so an Italian Tuesday cafe. nights at the Piedmont Avenue location. Uh, I play yeah. there from seven to nine. With oh, David and there's a really good the clarinetist. What's his name? John Stafford. John, John Stafford. He's really really good. Cool. Anyway, nice. I wasn't gonna do a darn thing on Halloween, but I was like, I guess I'll get my ass up and go down a cafe Trieste, <laughs> make a little guest appearance. Uh-huh. And I uh, sang she a couple did. of songs with them, and it was cool. Awesome. And uh, well, oh, then we went to like there's basically the equivalent here in Oakland of what's um, happens in San Francisco, like in Coal Valley, like around the Upper Haight. You know, they mm. have that amazing neighborhood area. And... Have you been there? Uh, well, we went. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and it was kind of dying out by yeah. the time we got there. They have the equivalent of that here in Oakland, basically, uh-huh. like in Piedmont. So we took a dip into that area, but it was pretty much over by the time we got there. But it did seem like it was really cool. It was a lot of like <laughs> diorama-y looking front front yards and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you do? Halloween, I didn't do anything. I just, I didn't do anything on Halloween's actual day. It's kind of fun to not do anything, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Watch a movie or whatever. Oh, we yeah. watched Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah, we did that for the oh, podcast. Yeah. No, no. No, on Halloween, never, we never watched on another on one. Oh, yeah, we. I've been watching all of the Friday the 13th movies. Well, I have yeah. to admit, it's a little better than I gave it credit for. It's kind for. of fun. Okay. Which, which one's Part- your favorite? We watched four. the one with... No, Three wait, and four are my on. favorites. We watched four. four, the one with Corey Feldman yeah. on Halloween. I think so. That was pretty... Pretty fucking fun. Yeah, that part four is the best. Can you just skip straight on to it? I assume you can, right? It's not I like think a connected you can. story. Like, it's no, like it's cool. The dumbest story it's, ever. It's like no, it's not that dumb. It's not. No, as what dumb I mean is, Halloween. I would need to watch one, two, and three to to under to like get four. No, oh, not at all. Because no, I don't think no. I've seen any of them all the way through. You I've wouldn't. seen like clips. Well, from actually, many. probably no, watch them in any order. They're basically all. No, the same. actually, uh-huh. no. I think there might be a little bit of backstory that would be worth watching. Maybe part three or two, four, like about Jason. I mean, and his mom. <coughs> you I know enough about them, that. I know a little bit. Just like, doesn't his mom tell him to kill people, right, or something like that? Yeah, it's like the spirit of the mm, mom is telling him to sure. like kill them, Jason. Kill them. Yeah, is it? 
No, I mean, I don't there's know. an element of that. Oh, okay, like I don't, I barely know anything. No, no, you know no, because Jason. Well, it's on Amazon Prime. Or there's or a story not, as to why Jason feels the need to kill people. It's not just because of his mom. Is his mom dead or something? Or? No, because no. he saw. She's Starts off alive. Should okay. I give a spoiler? Should I give a little Oh, spoiler? I don't know. Maybe not. Because, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, no, I, but it's kind of fun. It's I kind had, of a fun I can't believe I never series. watched them until now. Yeah. The reason well, they're fun is because... I mean, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. No, what's <laughs> fun about the Nightmare, the Friday the 13th movies is not like even the scary stuff, but more just the fun, campy kind of like setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Setups that they have. And it's like people in a, in a cabin in a mm-hmm. like lakeside town and... You know, it's just a lot of fun little, you know, little like uh, yeah, little the theme uh, anecdotes. Eighties slasher films all are kind of like in this sort of B movie quality, but it's like A list. Kind of. It's like A. It's well, they're top tier cult. They're top tier B movies. You know. But here's the thing: I don't see with Halloween. I didn't feel as drawn into that. For, for for some reason like well it's just different shades you know yeah it's, it's a just, different sh- i don't know it's just like Halloween with the friday 13th good. it's fun Halloween like they, was good. they put together Halloween good t- combinations of people and like the chemistry and dynamics of the actors and uh-huh. the situations are like just more fun uh-huh. uh, halloween so and friday that. 13th are this basically the same halloween takes place in the suburbs and friday ter- the 13th it's takes like at place a camp, right? at a camp kind uh-huh. of a halloween that's the, that's the only difference stupid. that's the only difference no really. no no halloween to me is like the people may as well just be down masked killers <laughs> will be what kills people for no reason one by one that's right. the, that's the plot of every creative single deaths. movie halloween does, not even, is not, not creative even, not even creative not deaths. even they're like it's no they like are creative. so dumb it's like I think Friday Thirteenth is a lot more creative <laughs> death than Halloween, and that's really what a slasher. Him, to be honest, Halloween like. to me is just like as dumb as it gets uh-huh. in terms of how like how people die and the choices that they make. <laughs> You're just like <laughs> you want to die. That's mm-hmm. what is going mm-hmm. on here. But I don't know. Friday Thirteenth is just a little bit more fun. Right. Speaking of fun, <laughs> movie tonight. Die Hard. All right. Uh, All right. Nineteen eighty eight. That's right. Briefly, if you don't know what Die Hard is about, it's uh, a a guy goes back to to visit his ex or not ex wife, but like estranged. What what would you? I don't even understand their relationship. Well, they're not broken up. There is they're estranged. They're separated. Uh, they're separated. Yeah, separated. Yeah. Uh, but they're not divorced. He goes back to visit her at a hotel. Uh, they're having a big Christmas party. Not a hotel. No, uh, sorry. Office. Yeah, I'm blowing this. Uh, but basically, you know, uh, ter- uh, terror, terrorism, ensues. terror, terror ensues. Yeah. With no spoilers, of course. And we will not be talking spoilers uh, in the beginning. Uh, but if you've not seen the classic Die Hard, you should probably check it out. But also, it's like spoilers for this kind of movie. I think not that, a big deal. I think it's a classic. Yeah, I mean, I think that all of the fun things to talk about in this movie are spoilers because I think that the like sto- specific moments because I think this movie is all about the story and all the twists and turns of the plot, uh-huh. and so <laughs> all of the fun things to talk yeah. about are gonna be spoilers. Okay, well, let's just very briefly then do a just quick little roundabout here, just yeah. like if we liked the movie or not, and then we'll get into spoilers. But you know, yeah, we'll get into spoilers, and I, f- but I do feel like it doesn't really ruin the movie to know the plot details of this movie. All right, let me go first. Yeah, you should go. Okay, first. so yeah, this is one of my this is one of my all time favorites right here. Die Eager Hard. Beaver over here. Uh, I actually wrote a thesis paper on <laughs> no. this film for my uh, pop culture as art class. Ooh, oh, that's cool. Was that in, at UC Santa Cruz? No, is it? <laughs> that the sounds like preparatory a school. Fucking stupid class they would have at Santa Cruz. No, it's it's a cool class. A pop culture. Art, so that no, was, it that sounds class, cool, but it sounds kind of like the class you know, is all bullshit. about how, like, Shakespeare when he was making his plays, it wasn't really as art, it was as pop culture, mm, and yeah. now it's become art, now it's considered right. to be art, right? right. So, uh, no, it's I like hey, it was fun I, to I write a paper about it. Um, I, you know, I give this movie a 10 for story <laughs> and uh, and filmmaking, um, uh-huh. for morals. More. You know, interesting watching this movie oh, now yeah. in uh, oh yeah, very in, relevant. In twenty seventeen, uh, tw- that's like twenty years later, basically. Or what is it? Is it twenty years later? Twenty, uh, yes. 20 years later, going on eighteen. Some of the uh, some of the politics, 30, and morals. 30, sorry, thirty years. It's a very years. political movie, actually. Yeah. Uh, it, there's a lot of um, mistrust of authority. There's a lot of. Um, uh, there's a lot of pro gun stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, but at the so same time, if the terrorists wouldn't have guns. I'm going to give this movie a five out of ten. Uh-huh. I don't know. If I, the terrorists wouldn't you know, have had guns, we would have really been fine. interesting. Yeah. Uh, right? Well, I'm actually curious about that element. Of, I mean, we can get into that, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, All right, so that's mine. Yeah. Ten? Uh, any, any, ten. It's a ten for it's me. It's a ten, yeah. <laughs> but the moral, yeah. the morals. I, I don't necessarily agree with the morals. Of the right, movie. right, right, right. What do you think, Laura? Um. Okay. I do enjoy the movie. I think mm-hmm. it's a fun little, you know, little fuck fest, a little romp. Yeah. <laughs> um. I like it, but I. What I don't love about, like, I have to admit, before we watch this movie, now I've seen this before with, with Anton, and uh, about being about to watch it again tonight instead of what we were going to watch, which would have been Eyes Wide Shut. I was a little less excited because <laughs> I realized as I was watching it, there's just like no hot people in this movie at all. <laughs> there's not a single there's and they're all old. Like there's no young hot guys. And you were looking forward to some. Like some I feel like what, every fun watching. movie needs it, like some hot bodies or young people. Well, I think maybe some people <laughs> would argue that Bruce Willis is hot. I personally I would not, not one argue of them. that. I'm not one of them, but I'm saying like he has a traditional kind but of. But he's old. They're all old. In this movie, he's not that old, right? Isn't he like probably 30s? Oh man, no. but he, he seems is, at least 40. He's such a movie? great character in this movie, though. Like, I don't whether, know. He's a classic blue collar. Yeah, of I mean, he's kind of a jerk. He's a jerk. He's a jerk. He's not a jerk. He's just a blue collar kind well, of... Well, I think some of the things he was saying he was kind of like rude or just kind he's of... Like, he's just like an abrasive kind of uh, He's like, yeah, rude-ish. baby. You he's know, like a one of these kind of guys that says yeah. baby all the time. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I just... I need something to feast my eyes on and there's just none of that in this movie. <laughs> it's all ugly people. <laughs> you were constantly commenting on what Bruce Willis was currently wearing. Oh, God. I hate the, the wife beater look. That is horrific to me. And he had no shoes. I noticed he didn't have shoes from the very beginning. And I just kept thinking, Does put some fucking you? shoes on. <laughs> Why is that because I so thought you're going to have to walk around the building. You want to like have some shoes on for that shit. He's fighting terrorists gonna, and shit. I know. You better wear some shoes. He just got time to think about it. Oh, yeah. Let me just fucking be <laughs> barefoot and pregnant while I'm fighting terrorists. He could have been pregnant. I don't know. I just felt like he wasn't hot. The Plot wife twist. was definitely not hot. The hottest one, sadly, was like the evil predator guy. Alan Rickman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, is it Alan uh, Rickman? Laura likes Alan Rickman. Well, I don't really it? like him, but I mean, just compared to the options here, I oh, guess he's he was not the hot most attractive. Oh, all. He's not He is kind of in a kind of like older, no. skeezy, like, oh, you know, no. semi-predatory no. He has, like, Englishman. long, stringy hair that's like gross. No, and... no, no. I, no, I think you're talking about the wrong person. Oh, not wait. the blonde guy. Uh, not the blonde guy. Alan Rickman. No, the, main, the British guy. guy. I don't remember. The British guy. No, and even you yourself, even you yourself kept saying that he had really nice hair. No, no, not Alan Rickman. I was talking about the I was talking about the German dude who just kept frolicking around with his long. Oh, that guy. It was so fun. I, I didn't actually think he was like attractive, but it was just. He had this just like majestic mane that was <laughs> flowing around every every time he entered a scene. Every time he it entered a scene, it was a majestic mane. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> well, know, was like, he was like lion like in his yeah, yeah. sort of mane. He was like prancing around. No, you know? I hear you. But no, <laughs> what I mean about Alan Rickman. Let me just say that I don't really think he's hot. Just comparatively speaking, I can see the appeal if I was like oh, an I'd older, cougary type of woman. Him seeming like you know. A classy, rich, like English guy who <laughs> might know a thing or two about a good Yorkshire pudding or something like that. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Pudding. What were you gonna say, Anton? I was just gonna, <laughs> I, I, like one of my favorite things about this movie is all the characters and even the bad guys who only have yeah. like oh, a couple of lines. Great. They all are cool characters. They're all yeah. great characters. Like there's like oh, yeah, there's, there's no. like the the new wave like the ho 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 guy. Um, minimalist <laughs> right. German bad guy. Well, he's like a new and wave. Then his guy. brother's like yeah. the like rocker right. like uh, <laughs> like a uh, romance novel cover guy right right he's like a fabio yeah yeah (laughs) fabio yeah that's what it is yeah and then there's uh genghis khan Oh yeah, Genghis, Genghis Khan. Khan from right. the Bill guy and Ted's who plays Genghis Khan in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. He's a terrorist in it. Oh, the Asian guy, the Asian guy with the machine gun. Oh, yeah, shit, I don't even remember that. Uh, but oh, like yeah. all he of them, every, every character is so like memorable. And yeah, kind it's of. definitely like silly, over the top kind of uh, characters. It's a fun I, movie. Yeah, it's a fun movie. I thought it was oh, really sad. fun. Sorry, um, I didn't ask you specifically. What did you think of the movie? Uh, no, I thought it was fun. I I had a good time watching it. I mean, you know, so it's you like it. I did like it, but it's still like an action movie and it's all kind of just fluff and, and pulp and, you know, there's like stupid decisions being made, but you kind of just got to like roll with it in a way because it's just like stupid for decisions? the fun of things. Well, I mean, not not stupid decisions, but just decisions that I was like, 
What? Oh, uh, we're about to go to spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting into details, but uh, okay, you know, but okay. I'll, but I'll get into details in a second here. But uh, yeah, but no, overall though, I did I did like this movie a lot. I thought I it was entertaining, and I was uh, you know, it was enjoyable. It was it was fun. It's like a fun action movie for an action movie. This is like the kind of action movie I do enjoy. Actually, really, not me. What's what? an action movie that you like more? I would much rather or watch like of. Terminator Two, for example. That's an action movie that I would watch. It's that about, I would be excited I, I to watch. I haven't seen. Oh Both are great, but this is, I think, more. Terminator of the Two has like hot people in it. Roller coaster ride. And I thought Alan Rickman's no way, performance dude. is pretty Terminator good. Terminator Two is way more of a fun roller coaster ride. It's too, it's, not two. It's much more serious. Dude, it's. awesome. I like the lack of seriousness actually in this movie because I yeah. think if it took itself too seriously, I'd like it less. Yeah, I know, but I just think that they needed some younger people in it. <laughs> You just want some odd pods. Like, I don't know. I have to like, admit, no, it's hot. You, you want you want to like the the the, no, the I get you. Like the twelve Edward year old from from <laughs> Dunkirk. <laughs> no, the guy from Terminator Two. He's like twelve. Edward Furlong. Wants a, oh, if the really? movie doesn't have a twelve First year old. Off, Laura's no, not God, you're topical. Don't even. Like, I was twelve when Terminator Two came out. Okay, <laughs> so it's fine. Here's the thing. I feel like if a movie is only old people, it just doesn't have that same excitement <laughs> you know what i mean yeah well I unless mean, it's like really good i mean like you know platoon or something like that <laughs> platoon, Jesus. i'm just kidding i didn't really even think that movie was that good. anyway so I those are like our thoughts All right. in a non-spoiler way on uh die hard if you haven't seen die hard oh. and you care about spoiler go ahead one last thing we did watch the deer hunter recently and that is very good very uh-huh. fucking good uh-huh robert de niro in it top notch loved it <laughs> Okay, and he's right. hot. Let's do it. If you Let's haven't seen Die Hard and you care about spoilers, sorry. Uh, time to tune out. But thanks for listening. What's up? Hey, hey, see ya. Okay, bye, bye. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so spoilers. So to some, first off, some of these dumb decisions. Wait, oh, go ahead. oh yeah. First spoiler number one. Now I have a machine gun. <laughs> ho ho. Oh, I did pretty love much that. the best line of the whole movie. I did right? love that. Hands yeah. down. That's probably the best line. Alan I mean, Rickman, Alan Rickman's uh, reading of really, that was very good. Oh, really oh, creative oh. reading of it. It was a cre- it was like a really inspired yeah. natural, great performance. Natural funniness. Well, he's like an evil dude who has no sense of humor and so he like doesn't get it, like he doesn't get how funny it is to be saying that. He does that have way. some kind of sense of humor, but it's like it's his own weird. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. I think that he probably was cracking the fuck up while oh, he was doing that Oh, I know reading. Alan Rickman. Of course, Alan Rickman was right, cracking. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's clearly meant like, to be funny. What was going on offset or on set yeah. off camera when they were doing that <laughs> yeah, scene? I were do, they yeah. all just like cracking up when he delivered that line for the first time? <laughs> right. Was he like, ho, ho, <laughs> <laughs> oh. He really is funny. And the cameraman he's like had funny. Funny. Now, Alan Rickman has a great just aura about him, and and his character was probably my favorite. He's his scenes were like the most engaging to me. I would say you know, anytime he, that he was a part of anything in the movie, I was actually more engaged. Even than when Bruce Willis was a part of it, to me he was more of like the engaging, cool thing I wanted to sure. see as much of as possible. You yeah. know that he plays the villain in Robin Hood, Prince of. Th- tides. Prince of <laughs> I mean, Thighs? Yeah, Prince of Thighs. Prince of Thighs. <laughs> no, but you know that he, that's the first movie I ever saw him in. But one thing I will say about Blue, Blue, <laughs> Bruce Willis in this movie is, in this movie is that his eyes are very piercing. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that they like digitally enhanced his eyes. I'm glad you say this for the spoilers. Because I think I talked about this with Anton. Where I was like, yeah, his eyes are pretty damn blue, aren't they? Like he may yeah. as well just be called Blue Willis. <laughs> he, maybe, maybe he like has someone touch up. Maybe he's got like a, a person who's like required to touch up his eyes in the editing room or something. He's I don't got, know. But I was like, I did notice that. And I was post. like, I guess I can see why a person would be into him because he's got these eyes, you know, these uh-huh. kind of baby blue eyes. But So here's uh, my biggest beef with yeah. this movie. Why did the police not respond quicker to what I feel like was a pretty fucking blatant uh, thing that you should definitely go and check out. I guess they do kind of check it out, but like basically there's a point in the movie where um, uh, well, fire alarm is pulled at this building and then someone from the building just calls them and is like, oh, it's false alarm, don't come. And then like a little later, Bruce Willis fucking calls them and is like, oh my God, shit's going down. It's so crazy here. Tons of hostages. Uh, I need your help. I need backup or like people to come out here or whatever. And then they literally hear gunshots in the background. Right. And they're like, 
Well, I don't know. Let's send one doofus out there and figure this out slowly but surely. I'm like, how is this not an all hands on deck situation? Let's figure. Let's. Yeah. How would you not just assume? Now, for me, this is my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> uh, okay. Because, like, it it's it is conceivable to me that you could get the wrong person on the line and they're fucking retarded mm. and they don't. And they treat it that way. Like, I feel like there but are But isn't people... the law that they have to go... Like, I think if you call 911 from your... Say I called 911 right now. Even if I was like, oh, false alarm, don't worry about it. Like, I think they're required to still come out here and investigate. Because, like, what if I was Even if it's a prank who... call? Like, they probably get prank yeah. calls. Like... I pranked called... The only time I've ever <laughs> called 911 was a... Was a... <laughs> <laughs> oh was a well it wasn't like a prank call necessarily <laughs> but my parents had grounded me <laughs> and i was really pissed at them really? and, and i was like i'm gonna call the cops on you guys i told my, oh my parents God. this and then and then i actually did call the cops and the second they picked up i got so scared i immediately hung up uh-huh. and i was like oh god i hope they don't like actually come from that and they fucking came because <laughs> oh they're required to check it out uh. even though i didn't even say anything i just called them and wow. i immediately hung up well, probably because wow. they, they saw this and... movie and they realized no, i think it's like a lot lo- i think it's like a it is law. now but in 1988 this movie got that law passed i was probably a mere boy at this time i was probably oh my like six God. or seven or something you were calling the cops because your parents grounded you <laughs> I, was, I was pissed it was it was something like they had grounded me or my my Why dad did they ground my dad will you? fact check this but uh but it was like I feel like we were at a hotel or something or I can't even remember what it was but I was just I was really pissed at my parents because they like <laughs> I I'm just trying to answer. picture you pissed at your parents you're like God I hate you That's exactly what it was and I was like I'm gonna call the cops <laughs> that I remember threatening them by saying that I was gonna call the cops on For them for some reason <laughs> picturing you as an upset like a pissed off little kid. It's really funny. <laughs> it probably was at the time. I mean, from a third perspective, you know. I was pissed about it. It was not funny. It was not Why laughing mad at me. Like, what did they ground you for? I don't know. I was probably being a little brat. I was probably a bratty kid. <laughs> I remember having tantrums in, like, the, in Ross one time. <laughs> and your parents were like, you're grounded. <laughs> no, my mom was like, you can't be doing that in public. Oh, my God. That is so funny. You're like, fine. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> That's right. It was something like that. Oh, yeah. my God. That Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious but yeah so i just felt like they should have checked that shit out like they checked my parents out when i false alarm called the cops so the cops so. full-on came and they, they came. were like what's going on here yeah and then my parents had to be like look i'm sorry our son is a, psych- is a psychopath and called you guys because really? we got him in trouble and yeah because basically. they grounded you yeah it wasn't like i don't remember the specifics I, i'm uh-huh. gonna ask my dad right after this because uh-huh. i'm curious and then the but cop it, was like well just checking it <laughs> yeah they're like well all right we just gotta do our civic duty see you later did you tell the cop you're like i'm sorry <laughs> i probably did i can't remember oh God, i don't think so i feel like i just stayed in the other room because i was like so embarrassed I, I remember being really embarrassed by it all <laughs> in the long wow. run <laughs> what did the cop think the and that's the only time i've ever called 911. Like, the cop was like, what am I fucking babysitting over here? God damn this job. <laughs> Probably. Get exactly. me a murder. Right. <laughs> so anyways, this cop comes anyway. though. And that part was actually pretty funny to me when the, that actually one of my funny. favorite parts of the, of the whole movie was like when the body fell on Best his car. That's part of the movie. And yeah. he's like, Jesus H. Christ. And he's like. Yeah. He's so that, that part funny. to me is the epitome of show not tell that's a major plot point okay like the, the police now know that there is actually a terrorist thing and they mm. could have that could have happened and you could have just called them and and reached them but the way that they end up doing it is they don't it they don't that does that plot point comes from a body falling from the top of a skyscraper <laughs> onto the cop car yeah, and then yeah. machine gun no it's shooting. funny it's just funny too because he's like singing Christmas carols as he's like getting into his car. He's like, do do do, Merry Christmas. Oh, what, yeah, whatever, like, what was it like? He's like what's the song he's singing? <laughs> I don't know. And the weather outside is frightful. Delightful. That was fun. That was really funny. Like he couldn't remember the words. And then immediately followed up by like a body falls on his car. Body falls on his car. It's. It's Winslow from Family Matters, who you guys probably don't yeah. realize, but he's, that guy it all, plays a cop in almost every single thing he's in. Oh, really? I haven't yeah. seen Family Matters. 
Oh and my then God. as it, and then there as he's star. as he's like getting like shot at and like machine gun fire on this car with the body <laughs> on top of him the the limo driver's just like partying in the oh, limo yeah. with the headphones on right. he doesn't yeah. hear it. Yeah, th- those are all funny all those little cutaways of the limo driver who's just like completely blissfully unaware of all of this crazy shit that's going on above him. Classic 80s style. Yeah. Yeah, it's got just like a it's a fun it's definitely like a fun movie, you know. I'm not yeah. like going to, you know, be thinking about it for it's not gonna like stick with me or anything but nah. but no i had a, I had a blast watching to. it's it. supposed to like let you chill like yeah. get away I think from it your own questions about, though yeah, you know like gun it, thing, well yeah. it definitely I mean, is a gun pro well it's a, i don't it's, know is it i think pro-gun? one of the main things it is is like it's like an well, anti-bureaucracy okay. it's like like the bureaucracy just screws it up like the wrong the people in charge are well, just kind of but they needed to be there for it to get resolved in the end also though no oh, not really because bruce willis kind of saved well, the day completely well actually yeah because they in, screwed up in they the messed end, it up even more in the end bruce willis killed every single terrorist himself right he had to kill all of them that's true, yeah. oh wait, except, except for, for one, one yeah which is but, so terrible but that's and then it was like the other stray cat from the bureaucracy you know right that yeah. killed that uh, guy yeah, but like yeah, the establishment I mean, like, ruins things. I guess it's got a little bit of that, but, but I like tell me that about this, making um, fun of the FBI, making fun of the cops. Stuff, but the other and thing like, too, and then the well, I actually liked that they were part of the plan. I liked that. Yeah, I, I liked that revelation. That I mean, they had been hinting at it the whole time. That oh, we need the this is all part of the plan, you know. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I wonder how this is going to factor in. And I did like that it was the fact that they knew that part of their procedure would be to turn off the block's power, which would then open the. Uh, the door to to the vault or whatever i thought that was cool that was like a cool little uh plot point and and yeah i liked the little twists and turns oh i really liked the scene where you know they meet each other but they don't know or uh they don't know it's each other bruce willis doesn't know that uh he's talking to the evil dude at that moment no he does yeah that was really funny no he doesn't know in the beginning you're one of them aren't you oh yeah Yeah, that was good it was it was like a funny acting moment from uh from alan rickman right it was actually really good from uh, from his from his part too uh and it was just a cool it was like a cool cinematic moment like that's just a great moment you know that's just like and then he cool you know yeah yeah but, but then he, gave, ooh, but he took the bullets twist. out. He took the he bullets, took the bullets out. out. Yeah. That was a good move. Good move. A lot of clever moves in it. Little little clever moves. Yeah, he's definitely got all these like stupid little clever one liners. It seems I like, like a real yeah. man. It seems like this movie was designed for Trump supporters in a way. Oh no no come Kinda, on. Kinda think no. about well, it's it. It's definitely pro gun. Think about it. It's well, like pro gun. So it seems libertarian gun? to me. Yeah, libertarian Maybe. definitely. Okay, it's like anti-establishment in a way, and then it's like the the hero of the show is like a full on blue collar guy. Yeah, uh, New York cop. New York cop, and then like the bad guy is like this Euro, these Euro people who are like, I don't know, foreigners, it's just foreigners in general, yeah, foreigners, yeah. but they're also uh, yeah. like, like not, the they're, not, they're, not they're not American, they're not there American. There was like Latino guys, <laughs> yeah, and there was the Asian guy. Oh, you're right, exactly. Yeah, and then there was a black guy. Oh uh, yeah, but they did make one of the heroes a black guy. So the limo that, driver. Well, the limo driver and oh, then and, Winslow. Oh yeah, two of them. So that's fine. Limo driver punched punched a guy out. With but the, like, they also made punch. a bad guy a black guy too. Not just the other, not <laughs> not just the guy who was working the computer, but then one of the helicopter drivers from the FBI, the head of the FBI. Basically. Well, yeah. I'm kind of curious as as to the perspective of it being uh, pro gun. Like, what? Why do you feel like uh, the message is? Because if Bruce Willis wouldn't pro-gun. have had a gun, yeah, so- no. But see, actually, I would argue that. The guns he ends up really using are the terrorist guns. Like he ends up just taking their guns and using them against him, oh. against oh, them. I mean, but he needs them. And those, <laughs> well, actually- he needs them, but it's it's not like I don't think this is. Uh, I mean, is the argument that oh, good thing he, good thing he bears arms. Well, yeah. he had a gun to begin with. Like if he wouldn't have had the gun to begin with, he might have died. But he barely even used that. He like tossed it aside almost immediately. I agree. No, no, I don't know. He, I, he ends up using it. he the ends other, up using the other dude's gun. The other argument too is that well, if none of the terrorists would have had guns, then exactly. All I, mean, would I don't have really been feel like I feel like it's a situation that certainly uh, no, happens because of those guns, terrorists but, yeah. had illegal guns, including missiles. Right. I mean, obviously oh, they are getting some not, serious. That's arsenal. not. That's like some foreign invasion right. shit. Right. So it's not like they're. I mean, so, so that's what I mean. Is like, is this really so? Pro gun as much as it I is. Guess just, well, okay, I here's know. what's pro gun. Not, I don't think here's it's anti gun either. I just think it's like it is what it is. <laughs> the worst part of the movie is it's the not end taking a stand when yeah. like the the Fabio guy comes 
turns out he's not dead, and he comes out. He's gonna like shoot machine gun, and then he gets shot. And who is it? It's the cop who thought he could never <laughs> oh, yeah. draw his gun again <laughs> right, because he killed a kid. He could. But right. now he can kill again. <laughs> right. And it's like got right. hero. It's like a hero. I actually thing. watching it again this time. I was noticing that it was the music that made it hit made this part pro gun it was because it played heroic music because i was watching the picture and it there was actually like it was more complexity than just he's a hero it was Mm. like he was like not happy to have done it and but if you listen but the music no he was happy i think he was like wow i finally can do this again the music made it seem like so it was an example of how powerful the music can change the story change the meaning of the story and also can convey a perspective yeah like it really the conveyed of, the, the heroic perspective on this case, which mm. I didn't like. It like I made think him a, a great hero argument. for being able to use his gun again. I think that's a great argument in favor of the pro gun stance. Yeah, I guess that one is. More, it definitely. That that one's more legit kind of than I guess. Heart. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, I mean, look there, there you go. I guess it's somewhat pro gun, which you know, obviously. But it's also just a story. And yeah. there's like so many sides to it. That's what they want. One you thing think. that I kind of realized this time, it's like just, I think all action movies are probably pro gun in some way. Then, if you want to look at it that way, because I feel like a lot of action movies center on guns and violence and killing the bad guys by mowing them all down. It's never about like we gotta catch them. We just gotta catch them. You know, maybe it's, it is. No, it just depends on the movie. I guess sometimes it is, but. More often than not, these like big action movies, even if they're trying to just catch the evil bad guy, they kill tons of like minions on the way. I feel like you know, well, I don't know. I feel like it, it felt standard to me as far as like I didn't feel like it was really taking a stance. Necessarily. A lot of action movies are probably you know financed by Republicans. <laughs> maybe, no, maybe. I mean, I don't know. About I, don't know. I don't know. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Um, one thing that was that interesting was to me, like having, I've seen this movie, I don't know, 50 times. So many Holy times. shit, really? Like I've seen it. 50 nah, times? Maybe. Anton's favorite movie. I mean, I used to ha- own Oh, it. this is your I, favorite movie like no, ever? No, no. no yeah. like, but when I was a kid, I had the VHS of it. So uh-huh. I watched it you a lot. You watched it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, All right, I can feel that. I don't love this movie. I mean, it's uh, fine. But, uh, but, um, one thing that was kind of interesting watching <laughs> it again now, like I don't think I have watched it much since 9-11, and I always used to think, okay, there's one part where he drops C4 down the elevator to, and he kills two terrorists that way, but it like explodes the whole <laughs> bottom. Like the whole floor, the whole yeah. The bottom of the floor of the building, and now like now watching it after 9-11, I'm thinking like, dude, he could have brought the building down. Yeah, so, totally. And that's an interesting perspective that I didn't used to have, and it just like... There's a lot of things that he's doing wrong too. Like it, oh, completely. Yeah. I mean, like he's definitely putting a lot of lives in danger. But granted, yes, ultimately he does end up saving them. But it's at a pretty risky move. And obviously, I don't really like. Yeah, I don't know if this is. It, to me, I I take it more as pulp and just kind of like I think this that's is the fun only to way watch. to do it. But I guess if you're really gonna think about it, like no, you shouldn't actually try and see John McClane as some like hero that you should aspire to be. I certainly don't think you should see it that way. Yeah. But that's not how I ever really see these kinds of well, like even James Bond when I watch this yeah. reminded me kind of James Bond. It's like James Bond is really fun to watch, but I'm not like trying to be James Bond. Nor do I think people should be James Bond in the sense of like you know, heroic, but also kind of like, it's to a degree that it always puts tons of lives in danger. And it's sort of like, Mm. and John McClane, he's not even (laughs) supposed to be perfect. He's like an imperfect person from the start. He's an asshole. Like the general American public. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Anyways, uh, any final thoughts? Save our wives and live our lives. (laughs) Save our guns, live our guns. Save our guns and have our funs. <laughs> Jesus. Motherfucker. Mother, yippee-ki-yay, yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Isn't it funny that his hero is a fucking cowboy? <laughs> yeah, and he keeps getting like, called a cowboy. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like in reference, I feel like, to just old westerns. It's sort of like this is America. trying well, to make it America's like it's a modern best. western. Yeah. It, it is. It, it is definitely. It's a blue-collar thing. It's a modern American, western. It's a very... modern western. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, westerns were the action movies of their days, right? And but this westerns is... were also designed for the people. That's a good call. It's totally the modern western. Yeah, that is a good call. Not modern though, eighties. Well, yeah, I guess now it's this, not modern, they, but they it was modern. They at the wouldn't time. make this movie anymore after nine eleven. I think this movie got banned at a certain what? point. After, no, it did not. You know, after nine eleven, oh, there's nah, a huge make... list of movies that got banned. Didn't they make another Die Hard? Banned after 9/11? from what? Yeah, they did. But like twenty twenty video. <laughs> no, they, I just I remember. There's still tons video. of terrorist uh, action movies. That no, happen. there there are. But I just remember. 
there was a list of movies that were banned, and I don't know what banned they were banned from. What they were blockbuster? There was. I just read in the newspaper a list of movies that the, like someone banned, oh, and yeah. I don't know what. And, and yeah, it didn't right. last very long. Obviously, that's like me claiming that I knew for a fact that Blockbuster edited all their movies, which I was lying about. <laughs> <laughs> well, not they all of edited them. some of them. I didn't That's know right. which ones. That's right. That's right. Glad you could admit that. Now. It's just—it's like when I try clean. to make these statements about things, and I actually don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm I heard something an somewhere. article I read. <laughs> exactly. I bet you maybe read in the San Francisco Chronicle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, any final thoughts on uh, Die Hard mm. here before we wrap it up? Fun flick. Fun Check flick. Check it out if you haven't seen it. It's definitely worth it's a, a watch. Romp. It's, it's a, a romp, romp worth worth uh, tromping. Yeah, no, I like it. I mean, it is fun, but yeah, ho, ho, I don't ho. love it. It's not one of my favorite action movies. Like, uh, you know, there are others that I. I don't, I don't even like. know what my what my I don't. The thing with action movies is, yeah, maybe this is one of the better Most action of movies. Them aren't seen, that I don't good. really care about that. Like, I, I I've know. never really cared too deeply about many action movies. I can't. Would you consider like Indiana Jones movies action movies? Yeah. yeah. Best. Action adventure. That's hands down. Those are my faves. Like I love stuff that is fun, like that. You know, Indiana Jones has so much cool stuff to feast your eyes on. You can't deny it. I mean, well, it's more visuals that appeal to you, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like it's much more colorful and. Like, this is all kind of one central just, location. It's like not very colorful. It's very kind of boring. Look, I'll say I like this way more than big global disaster action movies. Like that shit is so like what? stupid. Or, or any. Anytime it's like, like the world Day? is in danger, yeah, like, uh, or or just anything like the the day after tomorrow, yeah. or like all these big global things, or like uh, virus black. movies that are affecting the whole world. It's, yeah, I oh god, I like it. Oh, I, I hate I when like that low, it's one, high stakes. Yeah, I like that this was just one building in L.A. Granted, it's still obviously lots of people with some but, great characters oh, and some great plot. Kind of great characters, stuff. but no, like, like awesome characters. Sure, no, they're dude. good. John I don't know. McClane. There's just not a lot to look. To me. There's not a lot to look at. Just, well, it's like, all boring. Laura needs some. some I wasn't in love. Shirtless, no, like no, Scottish. I, honestly, men. it's just not very colorful. <laughs> it's in a gray, ugly building with like boring business. Oh, I don't think it's visual. I don't think it's visually that exciting. It's not visually exciting at but all. But that doesn't really matter. What? Too much it's to a me. movie. It's got to have good visuals. For an action movie, no, I feel like a movie needs to have fun visuals because that is the medium. The medium is visual. It's like lar- it, it it's fifty percent visual. It's a film. It's well, about pictures, things you that you look at. But it's a hundred percent story. Nah, it's not because who cares about the story? All we care about is when are the bad guys going to die and what the how story? many explosions Wait, are there? I think you In care this about movie? all the things. For I don't think the story matters that much. Really? Yeah, we know that it's all going to be fine. Oh no! There's so many, so many story elements. Like I don't think so. There's think uh, like, there's just so right. many uh, different characters who who are interlocking and. I guess it's no. I I don't think so. I think it's about there's a bunch of bad guys and eventually they're gonna die, and they're gonna get shot. Period. Uh, and then Bruce Willis will save the day, and you'll get to experience some fun explosions and shit. What about the cops? The cops, they're a bunch of dicks, what as a- usual. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not that much of a story, what honestly. What about it's, his it's- wife? Who gives a shit about the wife? They we don't care about. I care about her. That I will say that, that the the wife. It's a situ a typical wife scenario. Yeah, the wife scenario was a little bit like. It's okay. just a typical like, oh my own lady, I love, her, but you know I gotta love. And her. then she's like, who oh, John? Who? She's like, only John would make somebody that annoyed. <laughs> yeah, that, it was no, just a no, typical. No, that's crazy. Right, only, only John, John would drive do- someone that crazy. Right, it was just like a typical <laughs> wife scenario. There was nothing that crazy about that line. Story. Was like really annoying to me. Indiana but, Jones, but on fine. the other but hand, but it's fine because it's an action movie. Here's the thing: Indiana like, Jones is about story. It's about action. It's about seeing crazy bugs and all kinds of. Parts of the world and yeah, that's more like action. Adve- I would things. say that's like action adventure. Yeah, I like know? action adventure. It's I feel like it's a little different. This is like and Terminator just straightforward 2? action. Terminator Two is about story, for sure. And there's story, there's visuals, there's character development. Like that is a really compelling movie, and it's awesome. And there are great like fun moments that have classic you know, one-liners. They, don't, they and, don't really make movies like any of these movies anymore. I know, sadly. Not really. But Action movies like, definitely suck now. Yeah. They definitely were much better in the 80s and 90s. Tur- for sure. Oh, yeah. uh, Total Recall. Excellent action. Well, that's more of a sci-fi action movie. Sci-fi, but that's a good but story. It's a great story. 
it's not just a great story. There are so many cool like anecdotes going on in that movie and tactics and like visually crazy stuff and just awesome special effects. I mean, that that's an undeniable mm-hmm. classic. You can't not be entertained by that movie. So Die Hard, I think you get the point. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Anton, for Thank watching you. this movie with us. Thanks for the recommendation. Yeah, <laughs> Happy holidays. Yeah, it's becoming that time of year, you know. Ching, 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 ching. That's my. Uh, oh, that's, that's another my, thing about that's this. That's my uh, jingle bells. The movie, the the the, the music in the movie is it's all Christmas music. Mm, oh, uh, I guess it, it is, huh? Is it all Christmas? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, wait. Almost even the, even the the score, score I'm talking about the score yeah they they're using Christmas music they, and yeah. they're using really? Beethoven's Ode to Joy which is kind of a Christmas song it's like da na na no I definitely heard that but there and was there's also incorporating that into the score they were like playing that in the score and also in the score um like uh one one of my favorite uh, parts of the score is at the end when he's got a gun on his back and it pans down to the gun and it just it plays jingle bells. Oh, as is, is mm. so. There's, oh, okay. there's a Merry Christmas, kids. motherfucker. Merry yeah. Christmas, motherfucker. So I like I like that. <laughs> Thanks Christmas for the recommendation. I, I love the score in this movie. I think the music is used really well, except in that gun scene. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, you didn't like it right then. No, because it's here. It's so heroic that oh, it that, praises that, that part, him. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So you don't agree with that? I just don't. Yeah, politically, He's I don't. Five like out of ten. So you're not into gun. You don't agree with gun. You want there to know guns should be outlawed. No, I just think that scene should be cut because you don't like guns. <laughs> no, because I don't cut think guns. that you should glorify guns. his being able to kill people again. I don't Do think it's a good thing. Not believing guns. Do I not believe in guns? I mean, I do, <laughs> they no, exist. I, do. they, I don't believe. I don't believe. I don't believe in guns. No, just tell me. Do you think that there should be guns in the world? Like that people should that they should be legal in that the U.S. Guns should be legal in the U.S. Yeah, both of you. I think that guns should be regulated. Yeah, regulated, heavily regulated. Regulators. Because I think I think illegal it is not even a step we'd be able to take. I wish I actually do wish they could be illegal. But I, I think, think it's that not, I, I, it's I'll not, take it one step farther and I'll say I think guns should be much better regulated. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, I think heavily heavily regulated would be a nice they, thing. Wouldn't they that are, be so legal? They are but regulated. Legal but heavily, heavily more heavily. And some of them should be completely banned, like the AR-15. Clearly, because that's like just mach- what like every machine gun or the ones that are like sem- semi semi-automatic. There's a specific one that is a semi-automatic automatic rifle designed to AR-15, kill many people right. at once. Every uh, recent yeah. mass shooting has they've all used that gun. Mm-hmm. It's like that one needs to. It's the gun that go. you buy if you want to do a mass exactly, shooting. Exactly, because right. you don't use it for literally anything else. It's like it's, it's not only for mass shooting. It's, it's for meant hunting. to kill lots of things very quickly. And when the fuck else would you need that? You right, know? right. So, anyways, right. but we shouldn't get on this whole topic. Uh, this yeah. has been totally tell me. <laughs> we post new episodes every Wednesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you dig it, share it with a friend, subscribe, leave us a rating on iTunes. Helps get the word out. Our intro and outro music is by Laura and Anton. And thanks, Anton, again, for being a part of this episode. Thank you for the recommendation. <laughs> thanks for listening, and we'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode of Totally Tell Me. Regulator!